Welcome to the Daily Dose, where we are currently walking through an overview of the entire Bible. Join us today as we learn the story of Scripture and see God's redemptive plan through Christ from cover to cover. Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference. Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 6, verses 6 through 11. This is where Jesus heals a man's hand on the Sabbath. But to get there, we're going to skip over the section in chapter 6, verses 1 through 6, where Jesus is the Lord of the Sabbath. Because that text is paralleled in Matthew 12, 1 through 8, we did a devotion on it in episode 503, which I'd encourage you to listen to. This text that we're covering today is also paralleled in Matthew chapter 12, verses 9 through through 14, and we did a devotion on that as well in episode 504. We focused in that one on legalism and how to avoid that. So if you haven't heard that yet, go back and check it out. But I want to come at this one from a slightly different angle because Luke gives us some detail that's not in the other texts, which we can pull a couple things out of. Chapter 6. On another Sabbath, he entered the synagogue and was teaching, and a man was there whose right hand was withered. And the scribes and the Pharisees watched him to see whether he would heal on the Sabbath so they might find a reason to accuse him. But he knew their thoughts and said to the man with the withered hand, Come and stand here. And he rose and stood there. And Jesus said to them, I ask you, is it lawful on the Sabbath to do good or to do harm, to save life or to destroy it? And after looking around at them all, he said to him, Stretch out your hand. And he did so, and his hand was restored. But they were filled with fury and discussed with one another what they might do to Jesus. So Jesus isn't following the Sabbath regulations the way that the scribes and the Pharisees think that he should. He knows this, and so he's going to make a point. Point of it. We talk a little bit about that in episode 504, the Matthew parallel. But I want to hit on a couple other things today which are closely tied together and which give us an example of how we might operate today as Christians in a culture that is hostile to the truth of God's word differently but similarly to the way the Pharisees and scribes were hostile to it back then. First of all, Jesus knew exactly what he was walking into. He knew he was going to be opposed fiercely. In fact, in Matthew and Mark, it says that after this they saw sought ways to destroy Jesus because of how upset they were that he healed a man on the Sabbath and kind of flaunted it in their face, which we'll get to in a second. Jesus knew it was going to go down like this and he was undeterred. As I look around our cultural landscape today and the Christian landscape, I think that we could afford to see more men and women of God exemplify the undeterredness that Jesus shows here. I think there's too much timidity, too much fear on the part of men and women of God that if they speak up about this or if they stand up about that, they're going to get hated on. They're going to get ostracized. They're going to get mocked, ridiculed. And so too many men and women of God, although they correctly believe the truth, they're afraid to say anything that would indicate that. I was just talking yesterday with some people about this gender issue that is in front of us today. And I'm not trying to get political here. I'm being biblical. Scripture is very clear in Genesis that God created men and women as males and females. In the Gospels, Jesus refers to that, and it's all over the place. There are two genders, according to God's word. Yet we and our children are being taught that there are multiple genders. In 2012, I was told the number was 22. Today, I've heard it's something like 72. It's a moving target. And I believe that the overwhelming majority of people believe in their heart of hearts that there are two genders. It's obvious. And especially when you parcel out just those who are Christians, it would have to be near 100% of those people believe that there are two genders. But we've gotten to where we've gotten on this issue because people are so afraid to speak up. They're afraid of the opposition that's going to come to them as a result of 
them saying something true that has been deemed controversial. And this is only one of many, many issues for which that is the case. My point here isn't to pick on that specific issue and make a big deal out of it here, but it's to use it as a modern day example as something that we can be sure that we're going to get opposition about if we speak up on it. And then just to remind us that Jesus knew opposition was coming and he didn't cower. He didn't get wobbly knees. He spoke up about it. It's a great example. We should do the same. The other thing I want to highlight here is that this interaction between Jesus and the Pharisees and scribes reveals a side of Jesus that most of us are not familiar with. If you look at the personality and the demeanor of Jesus that we are taught by the culture and even within Christian circles, it seems like it's always biased toward this really soft, gentle, nice, peacekeeper type guy who never wants to really rock the boat. He just has compassion on everyone, doesn't raise his voice, carries sheep around and calmly strokes them. And there are elements of that that are true of Jesus. But that's not the whole picture. Check out verse 8. It says, Jesus knew their thoughts and he said to the man with the withered hand, come stand here. In other words, Jesus knows what they're thinking. He knows what's going to go down. And he says, hey, come on up here. We're going to make a point out of this. We're going to rock the boat a little bit. We're going to stir the pot a little bit. There's a verse in Romans 12 that people love to quote and is very popular because it fits the cultural values of the day. Paul writes, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Now, this is God's word. We need to take it at face value and we need to aspire toward that. But how that looks in our everyday lives doesn't mean we just never speak up or say anything that's going to be unpopular. If that was true, then Jesus would be out of alignment with what Paul's writing. And there's no contradiction there, of course. So Jesus is stirring the pot. Not only that, but after he asked them the question in verse 9, in verse 10, it says he looked around at all of them and he told the man to stretch out his hand and then he healed him. Jesus is on a mission to make a point with these guys that he knows is going to be unpopular. And he's not doing it in some soft-spoken, understated way. He's like, hey, what I'm about to do here is going to torque you guys off. And I want to make sure every one of you sees me do it. And I want to look in the eye before I do it so that we're clear on what's going on here. I am healing a guy on the Sabbath. In your synagogue, deal with it. Now listen, I'm not advocating that everybody all the time go around rocking the boat and stirring the pot. Truth is, there's a tendency in me to do that that's probably stronger than it needs to be. But as a general rule, I don't see that tendency. In fact, I see people, Christians, running the other way from that. And that's not okay either. If you believe the word of God to be inerrant, if you believe the gospel of Christ to be true, in this world, opposition is going to be the air you breathe. And rather than try to mitigate it or avoid it or soften it, let's embrace that. Let's follow Jesus' example. And when we need to speak up, speak up. When we need to stand up, stand up. And of course, submit ourselves to the authority of God and to the leading of the Spirit. There are going to be times when we need to back up and shut up. We should do that as well. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. The Daily Dose is a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe to this podcast, leave a five-star rating, share with a friend, and prayerfully consider financially supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can also find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, which has aired on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions to shape our lives, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they're bringing all three together to honor God and bless our neighbors. Learn how and join them at thefamilyleader.com. That's thefamilyleader.com. We also want to highlight two ministry partners. First is the Cedar Falls Bible Conference, whose conference videos and schedule events are available at cedarfallsbibleconference.com. And please consider joining us for their 101st annual conference from Saturday, July 30th through Saturday, August 6th in 2022. Second, if you or someone you know could benefit 
from an anonymous online Christian mentor, please visit issuesiface.com, which is provided by Power to Change Digital Strategies. Thank you for listening, and may God richly bless you.